gentlemen, to the best damn podcast in the land on sports and like <laughs> conduct, the, the everything sports show. We talk and you listen. My name is Cullen Lux, and you could follow me on Twitter at Cullen underscore Loxton. Joined by my guys, uh, Dylan Getz and Andy McDonald. How's Dylan, it going? Dylan, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, Dylan underscore Getz. Um, at Dylan underscore guess, that's what's up. Doing well today. How about well? How you doing today? Doing all right. Doing all right. Doing Andy, good. how we doing? And uh, your Twitter handle, please. Oh, you know, great. And it's uh, Andy underscore McDonald twenty three. I'm uh, actually getting pretty pumped for my first IM basketball game tonight. Oh, that, oh that's season. right. So, that's you right. Know, so I'm I'm pretty fired up from for the that microphone right so to the basketball court. And he's going to be that's shooting how it up. Going. Oh yeah, you know, huge Point game out there. Andy. You know, honestly, come out and support. You know, going to be a uh, big big contest. You put up a big game. Maybe next week you'll be one of our studs. I don't know. Maybe you'll lead the team to a big win. <laughs> Yeah, I might end up on ESPN like Keen. I mean, the next Marcus Keen right here. Yeah, for sure. India is a walking double double. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Well, we got a great show for you tonight. Um, We got some huge college football talk. We had National Signing Day yesterday, and then obviously we have the big granddaddy of them all on Sunday, the Super Bowl, (laughs) Patriots and Falcons. Got to talk about both those two, and of course, give our weekly stud and duds. Starting out with Signing Day, um, guys, guys, get your thoughts overall. Seemed like a quieter day this year. Instead of being an ESPN, it was really just an ESPNU. Wasn't that many big announcements, Andy? What did you? What are your takeaways from the day overall? I, it, it definitely was a, a lot quieter. Um, I like the fact that it was away from ESPN like that. Um, I think it, you know, at least in the state, for Michigan, it was it was a lot different than you know last year. Um, I think mm-hmm. this year it was more focused on you know the student athletes themselves rather than having a bunch of celebrities. And not that there was really like anything wrong with that. It's just the fact that. This year, I think putting more focus on the student athletes and making them feel more like the stars than having a bunch of celebrities there that are actually the stars <laughs> yeah. is, you know, it's a huge, it's a huge thing. Right. I don't mind the way they did either one of them, but if you had to ask me, I prefer the way Michigan did it. Um, overall, definitely agree with you there, though. It was, it was a lot quieter. Um, Dylan, Dylan, I think, Dylan, yeah, one of the reasons I think one of the reasons why it was a lot quieter was because a lot of a lot of the big recruits. You know, they already said where they're going to go to school. They're most of them, you know, sure. Alabama, Florida State, Michigan was up there uh ohio state had a ton but there was a lot of early you know commitments this year i think and that's that's something that played into why yesterday wasn't wasn't as exciting as it normally is every year but um as a college football fan it's always going to be you know some type of excitement for for the team you support so i I always wonder if this would be bigger if it was like on the weekend or something too compared to you know just smack them Mm -hmm. probably yeah like like a random wednesday day i don't know why they choose that it kind of makes me feel like that Mm -hmm. could be a part of the reason too why it was a little bit quieter you know right right. i agree but going back to your point dylan about the early enrollees it kind of seems maybe that's where college football is heading like the guys Mm -hmm. that want to have a great freshman year they enroll early rather than doing their second semester or the last semester high school they're already in college classes and in the weight room getting ready for next year so if you want to be ready and you want to be great right away, you got to get in there early at those guys. So maybe that's what that's yeah, what the, the best players are going to start with doing. Them because like I would do if I was like a five star athlete, I would do the same. I would enroll early. I would go knock some classes out, train with the team, and just really get used to the program that you're going to be at for uh, the next well, couple years. And right. Prepare yourself to be a. And why would you want to be in high school any any right. longer? You have to be yeah. go to college and start getting some babes and start having fun and be a celebrity. High school is overrated when it comes to college. Like, yeah, come on. yeah, exactly. No, I agree with that. So, uh, Michigan obviously had a big day. We'll go through the rankings here really quick on the two forty seven composite, which is the site that brings together all the major recruiting sites: Scout, Rivals, ESPN, and two forty seven. They're all mixed into one. So overall, Bama for the eighth year in a row um, had the top clash, absolute dominance. Ohio State, number two, they had a legendary class as well. And they're followed by Georgia, USC, and then Michigan at five. Michigan had its greatest recruiting class ever statistically. They mm-hmm. had two five-stars. 
19 four stars. I mean, guys, what can you say about that class? Harbaugh really outdid himself in his second year. It just continues to do what he's, I mean, really been doing since he's been there. He continues to do things in a positive way. As long as you're a Michigan fan, because obviously other people would disagree with that. But yeah, um, he no, he he's done a great job again. He's bringing in what he wants, and I mean, now we're really gonna get to see, um, his talent come in and see what they can do for him because he's had good talent in the past with you know other coaches, players, a lot of them coming from Brady Hoke that he developed the talent and made great. I'm really interested to see what he can do with some of these five star guys and make them into his own system because he recruited them for that specifically. So, right, yeah, I'm really excited about uh. That D tackle Aubrey, uh, I think it's Aubrey, Aubrey Solomon. Solomon, yeah, yeah, the guy yeah, that yeah got yesterday yeah. out of Georgia. Yeah, um, he was a guy that uh, Michigan sent that uh, sent the note, sent the thank you note to for coming to an event that he didn't really show up at, so he decommitted, and then they finally sealed his commitment uh, yesterday, which is exciting. They also got Donovan Peoples Jones, which I think everybody is excited about. Uh, that, kid, yeah, that kid's gonna be a freak. They're, He's uh, the next great wide receiver. Yeah, their wide receiver group coming in like. They got Peoples Jones, of course, which is just like a freak of athletic nature. Yeah. Yeah. Dude is a beast. Plus, they got that Nico Collins, who's like six four. Yep. Tariq Black, six six five, six four. I don't know. Both of them, both of them are huge physical receivers. Like they they have a stacked wide receiver group coming and in. And it this makes year. sense when you lose all the receiving talent yep. that Michigan did this year. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're seeing their opportun- opportunity right there, right in front oh, of them oh, already yeah. this soon. For so sure. I mean, they're gonna get right into the games. I think. Oh, yeah, they're seeing playing time right yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Harbaugh's been telling them they're going to switch to more up-tempo, spread offense next year. So they'll be exactly. passing a lot I mean, more. Who, who's going to compete with him right now? I mean, yeah, I mean, Grant Perry just had that whole issue with he might not the field. Be he might not be on the mm-hmm. team again. And then you got, I mean, Drake Harris. He, I, I don't, never played. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Reese Ways has never played. Yeah, it's yeah. like. So I, there's no one else. <laughs> yeah, these guys exactly. are going to I mean, Mitchell got kicked off the team before last year. He was probably going to start this year. Exactly. I think Peoples Jones starts right away. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And I could see Oliver Martin, the slot guy, the guy they just got from Iowa, Iowa yeah, City West. He went yeah. to the same high school as uh, David, David DeLeo. DeLeo yep. yeah. Iowa and City Kino West. Davis. And Keno Davis. That kid's going to be stubbed. Well, and and I could see Tariq Black um, start getting some playing time early, too, because he's yep. an early enrollee. When you he, when he got an experienced quarterback like Spate, too, it's only going to help. But, I mean, just oh, going yeah. back oh, for another yeah. season, he mm-hmm. knows what he wants. I mean, they get the whole summer to work together. It's should I, be an improved line, too. Yes, yeah, exactly. he's definitely got a lot of weapons this year. Some of the note is that they lost like over 40 seniors or something. 17 were starters. I'm pretty it's, sure. It's unreal. Yeah. How many people Ten starters. Draft yeah, right now. Ten starters left on defense. So they needed a lot of guys. They got a lot of guys. I'm pretty sure. What? Yeah, they got like 30, 30 recruits. And I'm pretty sure they had the highest recruiting class um, in the country. If you scroll down, yeah, it's looking. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure 30 is the did. highest. Yeah. It's well, that, they yeah, got. The yeah, they got the bodies that they needed. It's just gonna show Harbaugh's talent as a coach now that they got a young defense. Should be an exciting season. Yep. So they got Solomon. They got um, Peoples Jones. Who are some of the other guys? Maybe you uh, that people aren't talking about. I think Cesar Ruiz could could start at center or guard mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, that's I like the kid Ambry Thomas from Detroit Martin Luther King. I think oh, he's yeah. going to be a stud. Yep, he can he play. All, he can play all three levels. Exactly. And uh, I think there's just a ton of great talent on this team. Who else no, do you guys I, like? Maybe, who, maybe some underrated players that I, could, I mean, could I, play early. I guess I really. I really couldn't think of like any underrated players. Yeah. I, well, or maybe yeah. some guys you yeah, think you that got, are gonna some guys that are gonna have a big impact next year. Besides the obvious mm-hmm. ones, I, I'd have to pull that up real quick. If okay, you okay. I think does. Jordan Anthony, the linebacker. I'm pretty sure he was a five star too, right? On rivals, he is. Yes, yeah. yeah. Rival- from I, well, from yeah. IMG um, in Florida. IMG Academy, the, the coveted break. IMG Academy. Yes, he's gonna <laughs> be a stud. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna make that immediate impact, but he should because there's a lot of. A lot of seniors that are leaving on defense, like we right. talked about earlier. So uh, that'll be exciting to see how he kind of, kind of works works into the system and um, 
how he progresses through his career. Right, right. Uh, I really like this uh, Luigi Villane kid oh. that they have coming in. The really fast um, D- yeah, defensive end from uh, Virginia. He started, when they first recruited him, he was like ranked number 200th in the country. Mm-hmm. He moved all the way up to 56 on the That's, 247 yeah, composite. That is impressive. That kid's right going to be there. a freak. Yeah, plus I think, he's got a great name. Yeah, and I think Drew Singleton the, from Paramus Catholic, which we've had some oh, guys yes. in there in recent years. Gary and Peppers, I think he'll be really good. Mm-hmm. And then Dylan McCaffrey, I think, was just, that, he, he's uh, a future quarterback. Yeah, that That's addition, the one that I was going to bring up as maybe like underrated because, yeah, yep. he's, he's going to be really good. And like I said, I was talking to Dylan earlier about this actually before we started. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be behind Spate, you know, for at least a little bit. Right. He's only going to get time to get better on the sideline when no one else is seeing it with Harbaugh as a coach. I mean, the guy's a quarterback machine. He keeps putting him out. So oh, yeah. I, I definitely think that McCaffrey, I mean, just McCaffrey in the name we saw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another school. That McCaffrey so, name. I mean, it, it's just, it's football's obviously in the blood there. And he, he's definitely a guy that, you know, maybe a little bit of people would look over that could be good. Right. I could right. see that. Now, on signing day, it wasn't as big as last year, but they still had some big announcements. They got Solomon at mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. That could be one of the biggest wins in Harbaugh's tenure yet because oh, he yes. looked destined to go for to Alabama, sure. who had beaten Harbaugh for so many recruits in the yeah, past. Exactly. Michigan in general. He said F Michigan on a Snapchat a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, named Alabama's was, leader, and then it totally flipped, t- turned from there when he went like what go karting yeah, over his house and so brought surprised. his daughter and everything. Like, that that's was, how that you, that's great. how you close on a recruit right there. <laughs> that and then yesterday an there was recruit. a little laughter with Aubrey Solomon when he did his commitment. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw it. He put on the Michigan hat, but he didn't say I'm committed to Michigan. Hold on, I got the video right here. We're gonna we're gonna play for you. You got it. You already said. He doesn't say University of Michigan. Yeah. He says yeah. University of Miami. <laughs> now, obviously, Miami he was nervous and said the wrong thing. He is not going to Coral Gables. Miami <laughs> fans can stop being excited wow. right now. He's coming to Ann Arbor. But I just thought that was really funny. Good to have yeah, some laughs. I mean, the kid yeah. was nervous on stage and lost Poor his words guy. really quick. But I just thought that was an exciting <laughs> that, part. Honestly, right. it's, that's funny. University yeah, of Miami, which that. he has I mean, a Michigan hat on. It's hard to overcome right. to get someone like Rashad Gary last year. I mean, that that was just a, a great recruit. But he still, oh, yeah. I mean, he still did an excellent job this year. I mean, the whole Oh, yeah. great again. They said him and Solomon, they're going to start calling him Thunder and Lightning. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. That's going to be, pair just, up, that's gonna be an unreal duo. Yeah. Unreal. They're going to be the most Those are the kind of monsters you line. need to compete oh, for a championship. That's exactly. for sure. Him and Rashawn Gary, oh, it's yep. going to be amazing. Now, switching over to our our, our friends from East Lansing. <laughs> I'm going to have to scroll down here to get to the recruiting class because they oh, are yeah. down at number 35. And that's not to diss anyone, but truly, I did have to scroll down to look for them. Let's look at their class. I mean, when you go 3-9 and and it's not you know, just to hate on Michigan State. It's hard to overcome that season. Yeah. You can't just like That's you can't just true. ignore it when you're talking to your recruits or whatever. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's a tough job for D'Antonio. Now, yeah, is it just that they went three and nine? Or is it just that Harbaugh has taken over the whole state and well, state that doesn't, doesn't know help. what to do? Yeah, that doesn't, it, it doesn't help. Well, what is with this fall? Yeah. Tell me. I, I honestly, if you had to ask or ask me personally, I definitely would say Harbaugh is the bigger effect. I mean, you got a guy mm-hmm. like that in the state. I mean, it's oh, it's, yeah. it's just like it's what Michigan experiences in basketball with Tom Izzo. Beeline's got a tougher time recruiting because he's got to oh, yeah. compete with that guy. Jim Harbaugh's a bigger name in the state of Michigan than Antonio, even though D'Antonio's been there longer. It's Jim Harbaugh. And then, and then now, I mean, with the everything that just went there, the Jordan and everything else, and all the yep. good seasons since he's been there. The just, hype is at Michigan. Yeah, the hype is the at hype Michigan. Is exactly. There. They yeah. do it right. And that and it's and right now, it's just Michigan State's just boring. And that's, like, what I get mm-hmm. out of Mark D'Antonio. He's a boring person. And I think right. that, you know, that it, it doesn't help. 
when yeah. you got someone like Harbaugh that's doing everything he's doing, taking players to what, Rome this year and everything else. It's just mm-hmm. it's insane. I mean, it's right. just a different everybody, animal. Everybody wants to play for Harbaugh in the state of Michigan, that's for sure. Every football player does. So Mich- um, Michigan State just didn't they didn't do as good. I yeah. mean, it's just not it's not the same. It's it's yeah. not I'm not it's not being biased at all, you know, being a Michigan fan. It's just it's just what it is. Like they got I know they got their QB who is actually pretty interesting. His name's Rocky Lombardi, which is yeah. a great name. Okay, I don't, <laughs> Rocky care. Lombardi. I don't care if you're oh, yeah. a Michigan you can't fan, have a better Alabama name than fan. That. You can't you have, have a, a more name. American name than yeah. that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like a three-star. He was a, he was a stud wrestler in high school. He I, I just watched a video of him pinning a kid in uh, three seconds at a tournament, and he Dang. was the number one wrestler in his state in Iowa. Really? But he's he, coming to yeah, play quarterback? And he decided to play quarterback at <laughs> wow. uh, MSU. That sounds so, like a Michigan State story right there. Yeah, I mean, that, some random guy coming and being good for them. And, yeah, and, I mean, he should do well for the team. I, I'm pretty sure he's, like, athletic. And that's of where course, you got to kind of look at it. You know, you know, Michigan State got a lot of three stars, obviously. But, I mean, in the past, I mean, before this year, he's turned those three stars into better into players. So, I right, mean, right. Players, yeah. it's it's kind of like, you know, what what really do you expect? I think last year threw a lot of people off, and it's kind of mm-hmm. got, you know, Michigan State in a big question mark right now. They don't really know what to expect yeah out of these players coming in you know ne- i mean you never do when you have three-star talent in the big yeah, ten i mean that's for sure i yeah. think losing pat narduzzi to pittsburgh Huge. was their biggest loss Huge. i think that's the biggest factor for everything that's gone on you saw their defense since he's left, left yeah it's gotten worse every single year every last year. year the whole the the, tr- the train just fell off the tracks oh they yeah. were <laughs> it was the worst defense in the mark d'antonio era by far yep. and I, I i think just losing that coaching is really what hurt him because narduzzi was able to take those two star like a D- D- darquez denard Trey yeah. Waynes, mm-hmm. um, got so many yeah, Ed Davis, like so many Shalik Calhoun, make them you know badasses essentially, yeah, exactly. yeah. for sure. But We're now you don't players. really have that anymore, and I think the recruiting has dipped a little bit because even when they were getting the three star guys, they still had some four stars. They got Malik McDowell yeah. was a five star, yeah, yeah, Lawrence Thomas was a four star. So they were actually he had recruited Rich Rod and Brady Hoke a few years. Mark D'Antonio did, he did. Mm-hmm. But Harbaugh is just dominating him right now. I mean, yeah. Michigan got oh, the top, it's the top six guys in the state of yeah, Michigan. That is yeah, crazy. four out of six would be dominance. Yeah, the top six. Top six. D'Antonio's just getting the cr- the breadcrumbs yeah. left over. I mean, he really is. That's not it, fair. It, I know. It, I know. MSU missed out on a few defensive linemen, and they don't have a very good defensive recruiting class, from what I've heard. Uh, they no. missed out on the corner, Aubrey Thomas, the Michigan. He was four. Aubrey Thomas, yeah, he was considered a strong Michigan State lean before Harbaugh got yeah, there. Before totally Harbaugh flicked got him around. There. Yep, I know, I know they got that four-star wide receiver, uh, Hunter Rayson. Hunter, Hunter like a, who, he's a legacy. Yeah, he was there. a legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad, but even he's only the seventh best guy in the state. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Matt. They had a tight end, Matt Dodson. He's the he's a four-star tight end that doesn't. Look he could be a better yeah, one. Could they be got? Yeah, the, I heard they got a couple a little bit. Tight ends. They got uh, Jack Camper. He went to IMG too. Yes, they did. Yep, sure. yep, Jack. Yep, Jack Camper. Yeah. He's up there. He's he's already enrolled. Yeah, and I think so. uh, Antoine Simmons could be a good linebacker too. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. a guy from uh, Ann Arbor Pioneer, right across from yeah. the big house. But Michigan never really made him priority. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's, that's kind of when he fell off. <laughs> he'll and, be uh, out to prove something when he's out there. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know he yeah. will. He'll have a. But it, is this just where we're headed? Is State destined for a bounce back year in a couple years? I know we, you know, we've seen this in the past. Maybe they had one down year, but this year was really bad. And Michigan is just on the opposite trajectory. Are we heading back to where we were before? We're, yeah, we're just coming right back. Every 30 years or so, Michigan will dominate. And then for about <laughs> five years, Michigan State will be relevant. Give and State then it'll, credit, be, it'll be back. It was it'll more than back five. Just like that. Yeah, it was, more, it was, like, eight, it was like eight years. Yeah. They, were, they were the best. They had, they it's had rough numbers. It was eight years. Against Michigan. Give one, Michigan's take one. only beat them for one. So, I mean, they still got to get the wins. I'm not going to say anything until they get the wins. But, that is true. I mean, where it's trending right now, I think it's without question. Yeah. I mean, Michigan right now They're going to be good for a long time. Michigan on paper, you look at it. 
but I mean, just with starting with the win last year, they look like they're going to be the team that just continues to dominate yep. in the series again. With yeah. a coach in um, college football that exactly when you have Jim Harbaugh, oh, it makes yeah. it hard to even compete with. Um, and he has great assistance too. He's brought in a heck exactly. of a staff. That's for while sure. State has lost a lot of their guys due, yep. to, due mm-hmm. to, to obviously their success as well. Yeah. Um, I think you look at next year State. I don't think they're going to get much better. No. no. They really have no playmakers no. for next year. And it's, in the recruiting honest. class, only three of these guys are enrollees. Only one of them is a four star. I mean, Michigan gonna, has eleven <laughs> early enrollees, and they're almost all four stars yeah, or five stars. All we're going to find out what kind of a coach D'Antonio really was because that point you made about Narduzzi is great. Because I mean, we're already seen it. He's not that good at defense. Exactly yeah. with, with where they yeah. were at last year and how bad they were. If they have another season like last year and it's the same kind of stuff, then that you're really going to start pointing at who was the real difference yep. maker during all those years. Who was the guy that really was making a big difference? Right. I mean, from the coaching. Well, and who, play, and who plays? Credit. And who plays quarterback next year for them? Lewerke, who played the two yeah, games. Yeah, right? exactly. Is he yeah, coming yeah, to uh, the world on fire? Big, probably big not. Quarterback Terry. Problems. I mean, Terry could even throw. Yeah. And who are they going to throw to? I don't know. Donnie Corley looks decent, but that's about it. I mean, they're, they're it's really when they start to get good, they kind of came out of nowhere. You know, after the whole Mike Hart comment and everything, mm-hmm. they weren't good that year, and then they just kind of started to come out of nowhere and were good again. But three and nine in the middle in the middle of your legacy or whatever you're building, I mean, that just yeah. it kind of makes you wonder if they're going to be able to trend back up. Right. And they're fighting with so mm-hmm. much going on at Michigan right now. That's all positive energy. Even though I mean, Michigan obviously, as a fan, you were probably more disappointed with the way the season ended at ten and three, mm-hmm. just because we expected so much better. Right. I think you know yep. as fans, but. At the same time, when ten and three is a bad season, that sounds more like the Michigan that I used to remember oh, yeah. when I was growing up as a kid. That's for and sure. that's where I feel like this, where this rivalry and where this state is more at right now. Well, and fans mm-hmm. are disappointed that Michigan only beat them by like eight point nine points or <laughs> exactly. something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's well, how you know when it's back yeah. to normal when you should have beaten the living yeah. crap out of them. I mean, they're yeah. up like thirty three and nine or something like that at one point in that game. That yeah, just kind of yeah. let the Spartans yeah. crawl back yeah. into it. You know, it's it bad when they're just expecting to beat you by more. Like yeah, losing exactly. is an option. You know, and I think next year the big loss. I think Michigan will destroy. Them. Michigan's oh, yeah. coming oh, off a yeah. bye week before oh, that yeah. game. Harbaugh's going to have those it, young guys ready. I think next year you're really going to see, okay, it's back in Michigan's hands. Yeah, it's for out of, sure. It's, and I, I don't expect man. Michigan to have a great season next year, but I definitely still expect them to beat Michigan State because I don't right. think Michigan mm-hmm. State's getting that much better. Right, yeah. right. I, I still think Michigan, Michigan's going to be a young team next year, and Special we don't really know how yep. much we're going to get out of them. I mean, you don't know until you see it in the field. There's a lot of times right. where some of these guys don't turn out. Right. But, I, I mean, I definitely see Michigan on the positive end of this rivalry because – I mean, really, what is Michigan State got that's going to make them that much better and that mm-hmm. much better of a team? Michigan I, has much more coming in. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> to I, an yeah, already I, better team. I take what Michigan yep. has over them. I mean, we're, if we're talking Big Ten as a whole, that's a whole different conversation. Because right. I think, I think Wisconsin can be the best team in the Big Ten next year, to be yep. completely honest with you. With all the people they have coming back, they are going to be good. Ohio State. They are going to be State. They are going good. to be, Ohio be really good. interesting next year. Ohio yeah. State, of course. Will still Do not count on Michigan, yeah. though, because they get Ohio State and Michigan State at home. That, oh, that, I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to count And they're going to get better Michigan, as the year goes on. I don't doubt Jim Harbaugh one bit. He could get them there again. <laughs> he but he still do hasn't it. done it yet. I mean, he still hasn't He still hasn't won the right, Big Ten. Right. He still hasn't. So, I mean, right now I'd still favor other teams over them. But in the state, Michigan. I mean, Michigan right now, without question. Yep. I think a lot of people say recruiting's overrated, mostly state fans because they don't recruit <laughs> yeah, that well. Mostly, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. mostly and, fans of teams that don't recruit. It's exciting as to talk about. It's because of the future, th- these are your guys. It's the disrespect, Next year when we're talking, yeah, it the is. Disrespect. <laughs> it's the disrespect. Next year when we're previewing the Michigan-Michigan State game, these are the guys we're going to be talking about for the future. So signing day, I think, is a huge day in sports. Mm-hmm. It's yep, a great it's day for the kids be. to you know really be superstars before they become freshmen and they're nobodies again. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I think it's exciting now. For Michigan especially, with the young team they're going to have, a lot of these guys are going to play right away, which you don't normally see. Most of these guys oh, yeah, are normally sure. redshirt. Most of them are going to hit the field and a lot of will start. It's an important year for recruits coming up in the future, too, because you're going to see if they 
really are that good in the mm-hmm. field and like see how they do as starters, that's gonna make kids that are that good be like, I want to be that guy next year. Yeah, when I want to I wanna be there. I want to be in that signing day on that oh, yeah. thing that yeah. Harbaugh throws, and I want to be the guy that is on the field making those kind of plays as a freshman. Already getting my stats up for whatever I want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's it's it's big. This it can be argued that, that it can be argued that you know if you come in as a freshman and you get playing time right away, like that first year, it like make makes or breaks like your potential really. So I think it's really important for for some of those guys to come out and you know do well for the future because um, if they get early playing time and don't do well, I don't I don't see them. Uh, I don't it's see them coming back from that. You know? Throughout sports, I mean, no matter what it is, players in the now, well, college sports, I should say, mm-hmm, yeah. players in the now, are, I mean, tell a lot for the future. I mean, yep. it's really, really what you're doing right now is what kind of gets the people to come in that you want. Right. So right. it's a big part of it. It's an exciting time to be a Michigan football fan. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great time to be following the team like that. I mean, after the years of, oh, I mean, just right. horrible just compared to when I was, was growing horrible. up. I mean, it was horrible. You, can't, you can't beat around it. I mean, besides the one year where they went to the Sugar Bowl. That was like the one bright spot in any of it, and, <laughs> yeah. and it, yeah. it was kind of like, okay, maybe Hoke is our coach, and it's just like, ever since then, it's been, it's, right, it was man. absolutely nothing. Before that, it was just, I'll never forget sitting in my basement with my dad, you know, watching when they were, were trying out his first season. They lost that opening game to, oh, who was Utah. it? Utah. It was Utah. Utah. Yeah. And I watched Stephen Three throw that first pass, <laughs> that quarterback, and I just remember seeing it just wobble, and I was like, oh, no. This is I, like, even as young as I was, I realized, like, this is not <laughs> oh, good. No. And and ever since then, it was just, and then the whole Tate Forcier thing, when it looked like, oh, gosh, they beat Notre Dame. Really, Michigan just beat Notre Dame almost every year for, like, four out of five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. they were always, like, kind of making it, like, they were the team that seemed to make it at the beginning of the year, like oh Michigan could be something this year, and then boom, just so what, go down here right September. Down. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the champions of September. Yeah, yep. but no, I mean it's it's definitely it's, it's in a different place right now. It's yep. interesting to see just how much it changes, and that's how sports oh, are. Gosh, yeah. Sports change like that. It's it's crazy to yep. see momentum flip like that. Because as a Michigan fan, we were maybe worried. Hey, maybe maybe states just could be better than than exactly us now. for that. Long. That's why it was yeah. so important to get Harbaugh back. And yeah. it's really flipped. Getting past Harbaugh fast. back is the best thing that could have happened. Exactly. I was just gonna say. I don't yeah. know about you guys. When they got Richrod, I wasn't happy with the hire. When they got Brady Hoke, my dad was psyched about it. I wasn't psyched about it. I hated it, and I told him from that day it was not gonna be a good hire. <laughs> Minute they yeah. got Harbaugh, I said that's the right one. That's yeah. the, oh, that yeah. oh, yeah. the third one's beast. the charm that yeah. time because <laughs> it was right. I, you yeah. knew it right away. Like it, for the other two, I don't know about you guys, I didn't have a good feeling when they hired either one of them to be completely. I was, Hulk, I was a little Brady excited Hulk. for yeah. Rich Rod. I thought, hey, we we can't beat the spread offense. Let's adapt it. But I quickly learned it does not yeah, work that, in the big time. That's what yeah. I thought. And he right can't away, recruit. So he could not recruit a lick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. That's the, if there's one thing I've been right on, it's it was their coaching. I knew those were going to be bad bad hires for both. Right out the gate, and it turned out to be that way. And obviously, it wasn't hard to predict Harbaugh being good, but he was. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And, and no, no disrespect to our Michigan State foes. I mean, we're all yeah. Michigan guys here, but yeah. we mean no disrespect to Michigan State. It's just where they it's had at. a truly great run, but right now they really are going down, and we'll see if they can I'll, bounce I'll back. I'll be the first one yep. to tell you that they dominated Michigan for those years. For, I, yeah. I never wanted oh, yeah. to cry, even after the blocked punt and everything else last year and all that. <laughs> It they still got the win. They still got yeah, it. and until Michigan be. actually got that win this year, I wasn't gonna say anything about them, you know, being under Michigan. And that was a huge lift off our off our shoulders. Yeah, just get that one. And <laughs> yeah, now, oh, now yeah, I think exactly. we can flip it back. And yeah, now you got to focus on Ohio State, the big dog. They, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ohio State's still running the Big Ten right now. It's yeah. I don't care who won it this year. Penn State, Wisconsin. That, that was second lucky. place game. Yeah, that was nothing lucky. No, nothing beat Jordan Lewis's tweet when he uh, said that uh, there's a Big Ten championship game tonight, and he had the little <laughs> thinking emoji like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. like that wasn't yeah, a week ago when it was Michigan Ohio State. Michigan beat Penn State forty nine to ten. Yeah, exactly. Penn State is the best team in the Big Ten. Their only good win was off of that. 
that that uh, blocked field goal against Ohio State. Right, right. And Wisconsin didn't even have really their quarterback. They didn't have their quarterback. Yeah, they Wisconsin had their starting quarterback in that game. LSU was the only win that they had all season. And that was at Green Bay. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on now. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I think you're starting to trend more back to the big, big two, little ten. Big That's two. what it looks like anyways. <laughs> yeah, yep. we'll see how it goes. Switching over a little bit, we're going to talk some NFL and the Super Bowl that we got here on Sunday, and we'll talk about that after we get back from this commercial break. No one likes to be known as a one-trick pony, and neither do we. That's why we like to say we know how to save you money on things like ink cartridges, computer repairs, software installation, and virus and malware removal. Still not impressed? If you can't make it to our store, we even offer delivery for our ink cartridges. Because at O-Ink, we cut the fat off of ink prices and much more. Hey guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus. And we are back here on the Unsportsmanlike uh, Conduct Podcast. I'm joined by Andy and Dylan. We just talked about some college football guys. Yep. Switching gears over to the NFL, we got the granddaddy of them all, Super Bowl <laughs> 51 this Sunday. Guys, uh, what are we thinking so far? We got the Patriots and Falcons. Dylan, we're going to start with you this time. Thoughts as of right now? As of right now, I'm I'm saying finally because we're finally going to get another <laughs> good game in the playoffs. Um, like I said last week, I'm taking the Patriots. Um, they just have too much experience, I think. Uh, Bill Belichick has been here before, and he knows how to win big games. He's coming up against, like, Pretty sure it's the highest scoring team he's ever faced, but uh, what what the Patriots do best is make adjustments, and they're going to do that in this game, and I think they're going to be able to top the Falcons. Do you, do you guys ever uh, take a test, and then when you're taking the test, you got like four answers, it's like a multiple choice, and when you're doing it, you think one answer is right, but then you're like, man, this one really is the right answer, and you go back and change it? Yeah. That's yeah, kind of what yeah. I've been doing with this game to myself over and over again. <laughs> because I keep just telling oh, myself, yeah. it's Tom Brady and the Patriots. There's no way that Atlanta is going to win this game. But really, at the same time, I like it, this is an indoor game, which is where Atlanta plays a majority of their games. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an offensive shootout. So That's for sure. And when they're in an offensive shootout, if Matt Ryan and them get going early, as we've seen with the other two games in the playoffs, they're really tough to stop. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I'm still picking the Patriots as of right now. <laughs> Might go back and change that. But as of right now, I still am because I just can't go against the guy. I can't go against the guy that's been there four times, done it. He said it. He's quoted earlier this week. You know, I've had the chance to do a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity seven times in my life, which <laughs> right. is, I mean, yeah. literally unbelievable. That is, that is. And and I, I just can't. I, this team, I feel like they know what they, they know they're going to be able to do it. I feel like they have more confidence going in. I would definitely take the Patriots again or the Falcons, but it is going to be a close game. There is no way I think the Falcons get blown out in this game. Andy, I'm the same as that way. I keep going back and forth. Exactly. My, uh, my <laughs> Tom Brady fanboyism wants to keep picking him in the Patriots. But then I look at the Falcons, and their offense is unreal. It is. In each of their last two playoff games, they scored in five of, five of their first six possessions. They all proved touchdowns. me they're real. Yep, How do you stop sure. that? Especially if it's indoors, which they're used to playing in. The Patriots aren't. If it was an outdoor cold game, that'd definitely be in their favor because that's what they're, they're used to. Mm-hmm. I think, it's um, hard for me to pick. I'm going to have to wait till the end of the show to make a, uh, to make a final <laughs> prediction because I still haven't made up my mind on this. Yeah, I think it's going to yeah. be a great game, and I'm really excited. I, I mean, think the telling one of the telling factors is going to be like um, 
you know, the better defensive teams have been winning Super Bowls lately, but the Falcons' defense just doesn't compare to the Patriots. Um, Patriots are 11th overall, I'm pretty sure, 11th against the pass, 8th against the rush, and Falcons are 25th overall with 21st against the pass and 31st against the rush. So I think that, like, we all know it's going to be a shootout, but which team can outscore which defense, I think, is going to be a telling factor. It's a good good question, good Mm -hmm. point. Because really, you look at the Patriots. I think the Patriots' defense, the two, is definitely the better one. Mm -hmm. I think they're the more consistent defense, and that's kind of where it's like, if the Patriots' defense can hold them in check, then I think it's no question the Patriots win. It's It's if they can hold them in check, because... Mr. Julio Jones or Sanu, they're, they're both going to have <laughs> their are. words of that. And also, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, that's a great pair of running backs. But when you look the other side, LeGarrette Blunt and Deion Lewis, it, it gets pretty good there, it's too. The I way. mean, really, it's it's great either way you look at it. I, I always think about Tevin Coleman. He, he went to Indiana, oh, a yeah. place where they could barely make a bowl game. I want that guy going to a Super Bowl right now. I mean, he's right. got to be. He's well, he be. was a stud there, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, he Jordan he Howard so back-to-back years were unreal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so good. And, and, yeah. They, and they never really got to play for anything there. Now he's playing for a Super Bowl. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But – I mean, yeah, overall, I, I definitely think that's a good question to ask, you know, what defense can be able to stop what offense. Mm-hmm. And I if I had to pick one of the two, I'm going to pick the Patriots mm-hmm. just I think it's a better defense overall. Yeah. I think, And that well, could be the difference in the game. Yeah, I think the Pats, like, their only weakness, their only, like, outstanding huge weakness is they have a terrible pass rush. Yeah. But their secondary has been above average this season. And I think another another one of the telling factors is that the Patriots have better, like, second and third options other than, like, Julio Jones and... Uh, Sanu. Um, yeah, Sanu are their options. But, like, Patriots have guys like Hogan and Bennett, which I'd take over Sanu and... Uh, and their tight end. Yeah. I always forget their tight end. I can't, uh, I can't remember he's a kid from, he's, like a, he's, a, he's a younger dude. Oh, yeah, so but anyway, yeah. like, the, I, I just... The Falcons, they've proven that they can't defend a tight end. Like, we saw Jared Cook, they picked apart... Or he picked apart the Falcons' yeah. defense. Yeah. He had, like, 80 yards and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, Kelsey also had 140 yards against them in the regular season. Mm, so Really? I think, yeah, they have uh, – Patriots definitely have, like, good second and third options. They can also pass – yeah, this is something that I was, like, really surprised about. Um, Patriots can pass to the running backs, as we all know. Yeah. And the Falcons have allowed for the most receptions to running backs, like, this year. And Interesting. It's, yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's more than seven. Yeah. I look for and James White James too, yeah, a Wisconsin yeah. guy. I look for there's a lot of different games. guys. So it's yeah. seven more than any other team has um, this season. So wow, that's a that huge should be X something. Factor. Yeah, that is that is definitely something that should be taken into account. Definitely something to look out for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Andy, you got any interesting interesting stats to throw at us like that? I mean, not like really any crazy interesting <laughs> stats, but I think one thing you can definitely point to from like the past is. Belichick doesn't like to let the best player on the team beat you. So Mm -hmm. he's going to do something to stop Julio Jones. So what you're saying about those second players being big, like kind of like a Sanu Mm -hmm. or a Hogan, that's going to be big on either side because Sanu is a good receiver. I mean, he's been good all season and playing his role. And I think, like, because people are saying, oh, Julio Jones is going to no doubt be the MVP (laughs) if they win the Super Bowl. Like, that's who it's probably going to be, or or Matt Ryan, one or the other. One of the two. It could very well be Sanu, if you ask me, because he's had a great, I mean, 59 receptions, 653 yards. He's got four touchdowns himself. He's averaging over 11 yards on his receptions, so... It's that that's a guy that could play a big role in yeah. in that game that you know a lot of people maybe aren't thinking about. Right. 
Julio Jones is the obvi- obvious one. Exactly, but, but that like, but Belichick. I mean, look at Brown. Yeah. He didn't have a huge game or anything yeah, against. He might, against he might just focus weekend. on him, and Sanu could have a big game. If, Butler's um, a good cover corner. He'll, he'll Malcolm's keep, a heck of a yeah. He'll, oh, yeah. he'll keep him. He's a heck of a player. Yep. So and it was two years ago in the Super Bowl when he had his breakout moment. We all remember that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. For him. Oh yeah. Well, Ever yeah. since then, he's been getting better and better. You know they're going to double team and sometimes triple team Jones. So watch out for Sinu to have a big game. Mm-hmm. Their tight end, I can't remember his name for the life of oh, me. He's man. good. I, yeah. Remember he was at Arkansas He's okay. sure a couple I, years I, ago. Yeah, I would take Hogan. And they have two though. really good uh, running backs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they on the other side, Hogan, Edelman, Hogan. Amendola, oh, yeah. Bennett. Just None of those guys are a superstar like Julio Jones, obviously, but they mm-hmm. have more depth across the board. I yeah. think we can agree. More Taylor options, oh, yeah. but they don't have that superstar where you Without can just go to every time. Right. Other than Tom Brady, I mean. Right, right. <laughs> Which obviously you've got to take Tom Brady over Matt Ryan in this game since Matt yeah. Ryan's never been there. I mean, it's still it's still the Patriots were a fourteen and two team in the regular season. They, I mean, barely lost, and they didn't have Brady for the first four games. And it's he's unreal. Have, yeah, and yeah, and you have a team like Atlanta who still has five losses on the year. So I know Atlanta's playing hot right now and everything, mm-hmm. but when you look at it all together, I mean, I I don't think there's a more complete team in the league than New England. Yep. I mean, I, you can probably argue against that, but I just I don't really I don't really think there is because. Defense, like I said, pretty solid middling defense, and the offense is obviously great. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just it's, <laughs> it has it's a much really... different feel than last year's Super Bowl. Oh yeah, when you had the Red Hot Panthers not... coming in, and then just yeah. the amazing defense of the Broncos, this could be much more exciting. It, it, last it year's is. Super Bowl, I thought sucked. It, it, well, I mean, it did. It, it, was, it, it was just more sucked. boring because you know, like the defense was kind of well. Kinda... There was just turnovers. It was sloppy. It was, Paint man, Paint man, had twenty yards passing or something in one. Had, I mean, come on, right. you had to be a football fan really to like enjoy last year. Like, you couldn't just be the guy <laughs> yeah. that's like, oh, I'm gonna watch Super Bowl every year. Super Bowl. See, I hate that. You have to be a football fan. Well, a football fan can't appreciate good offense. Right. Only true football fans appreciate good defense. I think that's the only people that the only the only people that enjoyed that last Super Bowl were like defensive coordinators. Just like in baseball, if you're watching a baseball game and and it's a one to one game, no (laughs) no person that doesn't like, like baseball no isn't going to like that game. Yeah. I people, prefer what we got in Game 7 of the World Series, like a 7-6 to six game. I'll, I'll take that any day. A lot of people like that, but like, mm-hmm. at least for me, I mean, personally, like, I, when it comes I can to appreciate, baseball, I, I love can, good I defense. I can appreciate I it, love but it. it's not that exciting. It's because boring that one until it like, comes down right to the end, like both teams are tied. Yeah. Then it gets real exciting, but every like well, yeah, in baseball, it, you mean like yeah, like but the see, other for me, you know, I like that sucks. in baseball. I like watching like a pitching duel because mm-hmm. I just I guess I'm a fan of that. I don't yeah. know. It's just there. It's the way you look at it. I guess I like it when a team comes and gets like a last second score to win. Not when a sack. Not when teams just keep sacking each other back and forth. <laughs> yeah. gets the last sack is going I'm not win. saying that I don't like yeah. that either. I'm just saying from the perspective of your girlfriend's watching the game with you and she's <laughs> like. It's zero to zero. This is boring. Like it's di- it's different than <laughs> oh yeah, you got like watching. Yeah, like it's if, if it's forty two yeah. to thirty five, she's probably just starting to you know get excited because no, you know there's okay. a, there's a lot going on. Jumping there's a lot of scoring. It's cheering. it's different. I, that's what I'm trying to say. That's that's yeah. why last year's was okay. probably interpreted as boring because really I loved watching Von Miller tear apart that defense. Oh, Von Miller just went like, off last year. I loved it. It was, oh. it was awesome just watching them do what they did in that game. But Man, his to, a, to an offense that literally could not have been soaring more up, and then they just stopped them right in their tracks. But you're right. This year, is, it's just a weird feel to me. I don't know. Atlanta in the Super Bowl? I mean, and then you got the Patriots who have always been there. It's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Before the season, different. I would have – this would have been oh, one of the last no matchups I would have uh, yeah. I did pick yeah. New England before I did. the season. I, I, I think the a Patriots lot of people did because I didn't say AFC was that good and you knew Brady was going to be determined yep, after, after the suspension. After the four, exactly after how I thought. But, but, but the Falcons, no one expected that. And this, oh, yeah. They just came out of nowhere. I, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. sure they didn't have a very good season the year before. They haven't had a season like this or even close to this in a long time. Who knows how long. They did make it to the NFC Championship. 
a few years ago. Harbaugh yeah. and the 49ers went in there and beat them. Oh, yeah. The one Super Bowl Harbaugh mm-hmm. went to. So they actually have had some good years, but nothing like this. Yeah, nothing no. like this. But their offense is fun to watch. And then, of course, Brady and company are fun to watch. Brady I still haven't made it in my mind. I still got to wait. We're <laughs> waiting until last minute, and then I'll get final picks from you guys along with your Super Bowl MVP. Oh, yeah. And Super no Bowl one MVP. can have the same Super Bowl MVP. I'm telling you that right <laughs> now. So choose wisely and have a backup candidate if necessary. Okay. Now, another a different conversation. Uh, you know, Brady, a lot of people consider him the best of all time. There's still some doubters out there. If he wins this game, his fifth Super Bowl, the most of any player of all time, he'd break the tie with Joe Montana. Is he no doubt not just the best quarterback, but the best player to ever play? Dylan, I'm gonna go with you first because Andy seems a little. Oh, Andy seems. He can go. That is so, that no, is so hard know. to say okay, because, okay. like, you go. know, we're witnesses of his greatness, especially in the last few years, and oh, yeah. we didn't we didn't witness. Well, definitely I didn't because you know, <laughs> I'm the youngest one out of three. Yeah, you didn't I see never, him back in the early 2000s. That was fun. I thought that those Patriot teams were far better than ones now. Yeah, I mean, like it's so that hard for me to say. I mean, you really got to do your homework and really got to come down with a with a decision based on statistics and just pure dominance. How yeah. many Super Bowls has he been in now? I mean, Seven. It's just it's simply amazing. Like there's definitely an argument. He's definitely in the top top few. Um, Yes or no? If he wins, if he wins this game, is he the best player of all time? Wins this game, best player of all time? I would say yes. Like, and I'm worried with her with you. I thought yeah. I was gonna have to argue with. You. I thought you're definitely gonna go away from me. But you <laughs> thought he's about to blow Aaron Rodgers. To that me, one Super hey, Bowl. Aaron Rodgers me, is smarter than Tom Brady. It's though. tough. It's like the whole thing with your dad. You know, your dad will probably bring up. Uh, yeah, your grandpa will bring up the players <laughs> from all oh, back when I was this. Oh, yeah. Sammy Ball, yeah, yeah, this guy was the best. I mean, oh, and, you never saw Bart Starr. I, <laughs> I think the most popular one would be Michael James or Michael James, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Yeah, that's probably like, the most popular that's, one with that. Because like my dad will be like, ones. "Oh, you didn't see Michael Jordan growing up," yeah. and I was like, yeah. "Yeah, well, I'm growing up with LeBron James, yeah. and he's doing pretty good the too." That's a different yeah, conversation. I just saw LeBron James just will himself to a yeah. It's it's a different conversation, but the point of the matter is the same here. There's there's players in the past you could point to that have been better than Brady but if he wins his fifth I mean really to me he doesn't even need to do that to me he Honestly. is the best player to ever play football <laughs> I, I know he's he's in a system but he made that him and him and a coach mm-hmm. Belichick they made a system Belichick that has been this successful and it's not it's not only the fact he's playing in his seventh I don't you're in seven of them. Seven. I mean, think about that. It's 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 unbelievable. What well, crazy stat I saw about, um, just a couple days ago? He's played in fifteen percent. He's either fifteen or twenty percent of yeah. all Super Bowls Brady has been he, a part of. Yeah, Belichick has been in like ten of like fifty one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They should. They the need to rename the like the Lombardi Trophy to the like the Belichick Brady slash Belichick yeah. Trophy. Yeah. The, Seriously, the Brady Belichick. Yeah, because Lombardi only won two of them. It was just the first two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, get get Al having called... to hand the Brady to somebody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just hate that. And that's oh, what yeah. everyone wants to see this That'll week. Exactly. Give it to Brady, and Brady just smile. But you know it, yeah. Brady won't do anything because he's too nice. Oh, no, he's right. the ultimate sportsman. That's why you can't help no, but love no, him. That, mm-hmm. That's why people hate him at the same time, yeah. though. People hate people that he hate is the way Brady. he is because they – Well, yeah. And they'll hate on him, but they'd hate on him even more if he was cocky. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. If he was cocky, it'd be different. But because he's not <laughs> and he's just like a normal guy, he's people and he, nice. you know, he gives people a just smile all the time, people hate him. People are like, oh, that – Oh, that smile that he makes after he wins games and press he's conferences. He's just a nice guy. Work. Like he's not exactly. He's, like, he's, he's just generally happy. Yeah, but according to a lot of people, he's a cheater too. So I mean, oh my god, a lot oh, of people please. will call him a cheater too. So yeah, that's, like it's, a, like 
a pound worth of uh, a pound less of air, air. in a ball is going to make that, that big of a not difference. Even that. Yeah, after they, after they put up better yeah. statistics after the ball was blown up after the yeah. first quarter and they still continue to dominate that game. They won the game Honestly, by 50 points. Yeah. They nothing to do with the football. They're exactly. just far better than the Colts. Yeah, and they won the Super Bowl that year and you can guarantee in the Super Bowl they kept checking the footballs. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So they yeah. had nothing to do with it. They were just the best team. Yeah, if you go outside They've in the backyard the and play with a deflated football, the best team is still going to win. It's not going to matter. Both teams are like, it's not going to matter. Honestly, like when you really think about it, people are just freaking out because there was I don't know if there was deflated footballs or not. They're, they were just using it to it get was a at scapegoat. Tom Brady. It was a scapegoat. It, it was really a witch was. Hunt. Like yeah, that's exactly. not going to make that much of a difference. I mean, either way, they're going to win. And that Roger game. Goodell is about to pay for that, and I hope everyone. I everyone hope. already hates him enough. He was just looking for someone <laughs> yeah. else to put the blame on. Shoot, even yeah. the new president He's like the of the Trump United of the NFL. States hates him. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you say the president of the United States hates him? Yeah. You said Trump doesn't like Goodell either? No, he uh That's funny he I said, said something that. about that. Yeah. That's funny I said he's the right yeah. as you're saying that. He's, he's just like the Trump of the, Trump of the NFL. NFL. Yeah, That's probably why Trump doesn't him. like him. Right. Exactly. You don't want to be like sense, him. Right? <laughs> now, I agree with you guys, Brady. I think he already is the best of all time. But this game, I think even the haters can't deny that he's not only the right. best quarterback, but the best player overall. Comes a time. Because I can't think of like someone that played before. Like You always have Jordan to compare to LeBron. Yeah. Who is that for Tom Brady? You can name a bunch of different names, but there's not that one that's consistently in the argument mm-hmm. no yeah, so i think that's why he's truly Jordan. the best you can i mean because people always try to put peyton next to him too, no just, just as a quarterback no, in general way. and i hate it because he's only to me winning championships means more than anything else in sports doesn't matter what right. do you play sports for to your kid like what do you what, what do you start i mean not once you get past the fun stage you want to yeah, start winning once you get past the fun well, start offense winning. always allowed for him to have better stats too exactly brady oh, yeah, never had sure. to throw stats like that i mean besides mm-hmm. randy moss you can't like name one real elite receiver that he's just had in there that yeah. he didn't Troy Brown make was good. that good yeah, branch was good but Ron i mean Ron 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 they want marvin harrison and reggie wayne Mm-hmm. He was he never had guys like that. Nope, exactly, yeah. and that's that's where it's like tough thing. But there comes a time in sports where you just you gotta admit it. You gotta admit who the best <laughs> is, no matter how much you hate it. I mean, that's it, it. Comes to that point. That's it's the same like argument I make for LeBron. If he was to beat the Warriors this mm-hmm. year with that team, to me, to me personally, another argument again. That's he's the best it. basketball yeah. player to ever play. But that's <laughs> that's just it's different at that point. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is. You can't argue with this guy anymore if he wins his fifth. And he's still playing. He's, he's 39 still, years yeah, old. He's like, still got so, many, about so that. many years in, in front of him. Too. How are like, you that old and he still plays so the way he does? Yeah, like he's got talent. He's All right, quick smart. question before we uh, wrap this up. Now, we talk about Brady being the best if he wins this. Oh. Is Belichick, I already think he's the best football coach of all time. Is he the best coach in sports oh. history if oh, he wins man. this? Any Best sport, any sport worldwide, any era. Oh. Can you, can you, could, could there be a better coach than if he does this? In modern times, people it depends because sports are like different. Sports I don't care. Okay, but I don't, like, I don't care. But you guys have to think that, put that into consideration. Oh. Come up with an answer. <laughs> I, I need it quick because we're running out of time. Yes or no? Oh my. There's so many best coach coaches. ever. Like, and then you say like, like internationally and stuff like that. Like, there's so many great coaches. Okay, like, we'll just talk about American sports. Sports we know. <laughs> oh okay. man. Well, I know a little bit. In it. Anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, despite that, oh man, yeah, like Vince Lombardi. Um, he, so uh, he's got he's got to be in the conversation. Oh yeah, college everything? level too. I mean, because what about guys like like Nick Saban and yeah, exactly like Saban. You, know? you got to consider Saban like, with how much he's the NFL. Saban yeah. failed in the NFL though. He did. I know. Saban yeah, failed in the NFL where Belichick has thrived. So that hurts, and that's Saban where you can better. make guys like you know Coach K and mm-hmm. uh, and Izzo that have yes you know, or done no. so much. For I need so a, I need a yes or no right now, guys. I'd say I'd say 
It's unreal. Belichick stays and Brady stays. If, if he ends his career in injury, I will be so upset. Yeah. That, that would like kill me. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't stand. <laughs> you'd that. feel for him. I just yeah. love that. But then I love you'd look the at all of his rings on his fingers. You'd be like, you know what? I don't. Yeah, feel I for mean, you. I it, think you'll be all right. It'd be he, great. Be I good. mean, everyone still knows, but just to end it not like because ending on the top, like you said, like Peyton did last year. You go. I mean, even though it wasn't his season, he didn't win that. Mm-hmm. Right. He still went out on top. And still went on. I mean, that's yeah. that's. The way. All right, all right. We're running out of time quickly. Dylan, stud and dud. Stud and dud. Stud and dud come from the MVBA. <laughs> NBA, I got uh, KCP, <laughs> Davies Caldwell Pope for the Pistons. He had a career high, uh, I think it was 38 points, uh, made eight threes. My my dud, Unreal. Charles Barkley for coming at LeBron. He's just just a hater. <laughs> we all know LeBron knows what he's doing. Terrible. Yeah. Whether terrible. like whether you approve it Brown, Brown. or not, like he knows what he's doing. So mm-hmm. just let him be. He's terrible. Andy, stun done. My uh, my stud is Jay Billis. For I saw this morning he put out. It wasn't him that actually wrote it, but he shared an article that was about how um, th- basically college athletes have a job and what they do is a job. And I actually saw a uh, Rayson retweet it here from CMU. <laughs> He's the yeah. one that retweeted it because they do. And I and I'm around it. You know, we we all cover sports here. Yep. You see it all the time. These guys do it all the time. We get paid to be around it. They don't. Right. And that and that's that's like the difference to me and why I think that it, they should be getting paid. I think it was great for him to be able to share an article like that and post it off of something like ESPN that, you know, has thrived so much off the NCAA. I think it was good to see him do something like that. Um, my dud is Zach Irvin. I don't care if he had the flu. You're a senior in one of your bigger games against um, Michigan State, and you go 0 for 8 from the field. You literally were nothing. You played 36 minutes, and you didn't do anything. Maybe it's more speaking out of frustration right now. Um, him and Walton, they've both been disappointments since they've been at Michigan, haven't done their jobs as well as they probably could have, haven't led them to anything big. They got their last chance coming up with this stretch of games down, and they got Michigan State one more time at home. If they don't do something here, the Michigan basketball program is in deep trouble. That's exactly where they're at right now if they don't do it. So Zach Irvin's my dud for what he did on Sunday. Hopefully he can prove me wrong. But at least Walton played really well in that game. He was the only one that played well. He was was a boss. That's the problem with me. One shows up, the other one doesn't. And that's how it is every single game. And those two have never been able to put it together since they've been a mission. Yeah, they didn't develop like uh, Trey Burke and others did. Exactly. (laughs) It's tough. All right, so my stud is USC football head coach Clay Helton in his second full class at USC. (laughs) Had a great finish. I I just got to give it to him. USC jumped from like 12th all the way to 4th on National Signing Day. They were the one team that made a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. Got to give it up to him. He's making SC uh, pretty big again. Had a great finish oh, this yeah, year. Sure. He's my stud. My they dud are. is uh, Tom Brady's father. I don't even know his name <laughs> off the top, man. Maybe Tom Brady Sr. or something. He, just he came out the other Tom day. Came out a few days ago. Called out Roger Goodell. And said the whole thing was a witch hunt. Which it was. But his timing is what I have a problem with. The week before the Super Bowl, you do not wait till now to bring this up. You do not give a yeah. distraction to your son and his team. Just stay out of it and wait till after the season and maybe say something. Right. <laughs> so that's why he's my dud. Okay, well, that's going to wrap it up today here on Unsportsmanlike Conduct. Uh, thanks for listening. Next week at this time, we'll have your post-Super Bowl uh, championship show. Looking forward to that. We will talk to you then. Jack Inc. We all know that annoying sign. Don't break the bank buying ink. Save more on your printer today, because at O-Ink, we cut the fat off of ink prices.